0: Assassin's Creed Revelations. Ezio goes to a nursing home. <laughs> Pretty much. Constantinople. Yep. Not Istanbul? No,
1: not Istanbul. Again, I still don't remember the lyrics for that song. So <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I know, but if they, if, they, if they make the jumps, if they leap too much, right. then they'll never get home. Ziggy, where are we? <laughs> Rescuate in pace. Welcome to the H2MMO Podcast. Video game reviews and more for the discerning video gamer. Hey everybody and welcome to the H2MMO Podcast. I am your host, Michael Bartok, and H2MMO.com is where we have video game reviews, MMO news, and more. Uh, Today is Sunday, December 4th. We have with us Brandon from Colorado now.
2: Talk about twelve twenty-four. It's ten twenty-seven.
0: Exactly, because you're in the mountains and you're on the mountain times, right?
2: Mm, Six inches of snow outside.
0: And they have different time for mountains because of the triangulation and trigonometry and stuff, right?
2: Something like that. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now let's see here. We had we originally had Brett Sabo a long time ago who was doing a podcast, and then he bailed on us. And then we pulled in my brother, and then my brother told me over the holidays that he really doesn't like podcasting. Not that we've been podcasting that much, but I'll go into that in a minute. And so we have with us now Devin um, uh, Devin B. Uh, we won't release his last name to keep the, the guilty safe from yeah, persecution.
1: Exactly. That's probably the best thing.
0: Hi, Devin. So Devin is another avid gamer um, who has a great voice for radio, and that's why we picked him up.
1: All right, that's good to know.
0: So, (laughs) we've got a little change up in staff. What the hell happened to us over the past few months? Um, We stopped. Like, I stopped posting. We stopped doing the podcast. Life, basically, life got really busy. And there's this little thing called Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, There was a non-disclosure agreement in place until Thanksgiving weekend. And I couldn't talk about any of that stuff and I've been playing it for the last 6 months. So, hopefully that explains.
1: So, it wasn't actually real life that got in your way.
0: It, it was. was. Eh, well, both. Okay. Well, but I like I I had all these pictures and I had um, you know, some little video clips of 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 me playing the game or whatever and they were just sitting on my hard drive. I couldn't do anything with them. I couldn't I couldn't publish them. I couldn't, you know, until thanksgiving and they released this and they said hey you can post uh videos and pictures and as soon as they did everything started popping up all over twitter and, and google and uh, i definitely wasn't the first um but to prove it you can go to the h2mmo.com and then you will see that i did in fact publish an article yesterday called Spotor releases 20 december and if you load it up and you scroll down you will actually see that there are some screenshots. Now, those are just the thumbnails that you see there, but if you click on them, they go into the full screen. So that's the full screen right there. Um, and underneath that is a tiny little clip of me playing a Sith warrior. Um, don't know what level. It's like 10-ish or something. And uh, she's running around beating the living pants off of everything that she runs across on the planet of um, Drum and Coss. So uh, there's my proof. That's what I've been doing. Anybody? All right. Anybody? Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Got you me want me to quiet. say?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. When we were enjoying it is, so much,
0: it is Star Wars. It does amaze people and cause slack jawed expressions. And
1: yeah, sorry, I, I'm, I'm was just I'm used just to you adding.
2: Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said I was drilling, just listening to it. Oh yeah,
1: I was just assuming you were going to say allegedly at the end of it because I'm just so used to you saying that now whenever it has. The Old Republic tied into it.
0: Allegedly. Well, because I have been saying allegedly <laughs> for six months. So exactly. now it's not allegedly. We've got proof, though. So let's Uh-oh. well, let's jump right into it. Um, we've got some stuff that we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about Skyrim. We're going to talk about Dungeon Defenders. Dungeon Defenders. We've been talking about Dungeon Defenders on this show for a year. And it finally came out and we finally played. Yay!
2: Oh, yes. Ha,
0: ha, ha. And then we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed. Revelations. Um, Ezio goes to a nursing home. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty <laughs> much. And, uh, and we're going to hey, go from there. Here. <laughs> Damn
2: whippersnapper. Resquiate
1: and pache Instead of the assassin's blade, a cane pops out from his arm and he just kind of
0: walks with it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't get my pudding with lunch. <laughs> Where's my Viagra? Who wants to go first? Who wants to? <laughs> oh my god. Who who wants to go first? We want to talk about Dungeon Defenders, Assassin's Creed, or Skyrim?
2: Let's talk about Dungeon Defenders. Okay, hit it. All right, Dungeon Defenders. So, as was said, we've been talking about this for over a year now, waiting for it to come out on PC. Tell tell everybody what it is first, because it's different. Well, Dungeon Defenders is a two-part game. It's a tower defense mixed with a... You control the actual character and attack. So the first phase is you build up your defenses, you repair defenses, upgrade, whatever you're going to do. And then the second phase is when you actually get into battle mode, which you take the, your character and your teammates take their characters and you run around and you fight with your towers defending your crystals. So, And in that, there are currently four characters you can choose from, a mage, a huntress, a squire, and a monk. So each has their own unique abilities. Mage is a mage, squire is a squire. They're going to swing a sword. A monk is a, uses stabs. Then a hunter uses uh, gun weapons to attack.
0: And each one of these guys now, because because they're building this as like a an action RPG tower defense game, each one of those guys has a normal attack, and then each one has a special attack for combat. And each one of them has a different kind of well, I want to say tower because it's called tower defense or whatever. But each one of them has a different kind of defense thing that they can lay on the ground, right?
2: That's correct. Each one has has a different type of tower. Now, from my understanding, though, is that they just put out a new patch for it mm-hmm. or a new downloadable content, which they've made it the opposite sex of the characters that are there now that have different powers.
0: I read about that. I haven't I haven't played it yet, but I read about it.
2: I have neither. It's running at five bucks for the download.
0: Whatever. I don't need boobs that badly that I got to pay five bucks for them.
2: But, like I said, they do do come with different content or um, different abilities. (laughs) My wife is sitting there. She's holding her hand out and she's put up ten fingers.
0: (laughs) Not five, ten. (laughs) Oh, Oh. that's funny.
2: I'm sorry. Anyway. So they've done that. They've released. Got some costumes that they did for halloween which you know different halloween costumes i
0: still haven't gotten them because i can't get a group together of four that'll run through that halloween thing because it's so long
2: well they didn't they did originally that the halloween stage which is a special stage they released for halloween took about almost two hours to do jeez Oh, they nerf they nerfed it it's crazy they now it now takes it about no Thirty to forty-five minutes to do it instead of two hours. It was much longer. Massive amounts of mobs coming through. I mean, it was big.
0: It is. No, they throw a lot at you. It's not like a regular kind of thing. It's just an endless uh, line of tough, so kind tough of monsters. It more of
1: a endurance thing than an actual yeah, tower defense. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Absolutely, and it's and it's it's if. The waves increase as you play the game. So if you start out on a board, on a level, a board, <laughs> we're all in 2D now. If you start off on a level and there are like 10 monsters in that first wave, and then there's like, you know, 20 in the second wave and 40 in the third, well, all of the Halloween stuff is hopped up. So instead of like 10 in the first one, it'll be like 100 in the first one. Yeah, it
2: just it, multiplies it, from there. Like, it gets nuts. 5,000. There are 2, 000, 5, 000.
0: thousands and Gee. thousands and thousands of monsters coming out on that last wave, and they're tough. And they walk on the air.
2: Yeah, there's like air paths that they can walk on that we can't and can't set anything up to defend against. It
0: yeah. makes it interesting. Yeah. I can it's, imagine. But, but,
2: but beyond that, let's see what else we have. They did release a Thanksgiving stage, and they've released some new, um, new maps for Chase the Crystal.
0: Okay, I haven't done a whole lot of that. I need to. Skyrim came out and it derailed me.
2: Yeah, no, everyone, <laughs> everyone vanished on me.
0: All right, well, text somebody.
2: No love. No one likes me. I'm in Denver. They leave me alone now.
0: Just text somebody.
2: Who's you know, Brandon? For... Denver. What? <laughs> Forget him.
0: We don't you play know, with the Denver's.
1: Uh, I'm not even gonna go there. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was waiting for somebody to say Troy Aikman and the Broncos. <laughs>
1: that's exactly what i was thinking no one wants Uh, the Broncos anyway but um yeah it's you know we are in the communication age it's not hard to get a hold of somebody if you really want to
2: talk to them well next week i'm gonna have quite a bit of free time like i said i'm gonna be traveling for a week so i'll have one of my laptops with me and i'll be playing online
0: there you go cool beans all right well then um is the is the community still going strong? I mean, do we still got lots of people playing or has it has it has it died down a little bit or
2: No, no, it's still going strong. The only th- the only drawback I see to dungeons defenders when you play on a random community Right. Is that instead of pe- people creating, you know, their own private games which you can do, which is what we've done when we just want to play with our friends our family, we create a private game, we go into that. People create public games for their friends and when someone who's not know part of their click charge to join they automatically kick you out
0: yeah I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen that that's doo-doo
2: that ticks me off that yeah. is one of the only drawbacks I've really seen to this game
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you wanted to just play with your friends why would not you just do the private
0: game exactly like because they can they can see you anyway yeah exactly. because they're your friends they can see you in steam so
2: yeah just in steam you say okay join his game it's simple yep. as that you just click the icon and say join game here we go
0: that's because they're doo-doo heads Okay. Um, well, let's. We gotta. We gotta move on. We're gonna yep. keep a steady pace here. We're gonna. We're gonna break her into a trot. All right. Or perhaps a canter.
1: I'm all down with the canter.
0: I don't know horse terminology very well, so I'm just grasping at straws here.
1: I'm just kind of yeah throwing it. To stick with you, but whatever. Just put a carrot there. We'll make it. We'll make it make sense.
0: So yeah. you you are our resident Assassin's Creed expert. Am like, I? We well we had one on the show like many many moons ago, like two years ago. Um, Adrian, who is an Assassin's Creed aficionado as well. Okay. Um, who's actually about like your same height and build. Huh. And, uh, we haven't heard from him though. He's off doing his own thing. He just wanted to stop by and say hi. Uh, okay. So I've played it. Um, I got stuck in, in Brotherhood.
1: Yeah. Brotherhood's a
0: long game. I don't blame you for getting stuck in that. So what's Revelations now? Tell us, set Revelations up for us.
1: Okay, Revelations is, I'm going to say, about five or six years, maybe even somewhere between five and ten years after the events in Brotherhood. And Ezio's just kind of fed up. He's tired of doing the whole Assassin thing. He's done it for so many years, he doesn't even remember why. He, well, he remembers why he started it. I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't played 2 or Brotherhood yet, but he's kind of gotten to the point where he doesn't even understand what's the point of the Brotherhood anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to find out why he's doing it, he's actually looking for the library of the original Assassin's Creed main character, Altaïr's library. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right.
1: So, yeah, yeah. So he goes into with the original home of the Assassins, and tries to you know get some perspective on what he's doing because at this point he's like the big dog in the Brotherhood. No one, everyone knows him as the mentor, and he's kind of lived up into that age and he's just he's fed up as i said so what he's he's looking for he finds nothing but templar now in masai and he's trying to find a way to get into the library which ends which in his journey he ends up in um constantinople meets some new assassins and his story basically goes from there
0: constantinople yep not istanbul no,
1: not Istanbul. Again, I still don't remember the lyrics for that song, so yeah.
0: <laughs> you know uh, everybody's going to be making that joke. Everybody. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Well, I haven't even, well, I got a joke for you when we start talking about the Knights of the Old Republic. But anyway, yeah, we'll get we to go. that later. But um, yeah, the interesting thing about it is um, Ubisoft, well for me the interesting thing is Ubisoft has committed to they're going to do a new Assassin's Creed game every single year. They want your money desperately. It's basically become a quest for more money. But the cool thing about it, I mean, there's some pluses and minuses to that. The cool thing about it for me is they just keep throwing stuff at a wall to see whatever sticks. So, like, in Revelations, you get, you know... Yeah, that's all I cook. (laughs) If it
2: sticks, it's done.
1: Done! No matter what it is, you know, (laughs) roast beef, throw it at the wall. Hey, it's stuck. Fantastic.
0: You guys are bad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but um like in brotherhood they started off with you know you're now the leader of the assassin so you get your own crew of people you know running around stabbing people in the face
0: your assassin and, posse
1: exactly and you know what the assassin posse ended up being better than you at some point so and i was playing through brotherhood and i'm like when the hell did this happen because they're getting better at killing people than i was like i would just run up and say hey i'm here pull out my sword and start stabbing people Whereas they actually do it the whole assassin way. They just kind of fly from the sky and do great things. But um, yeah, now they actually, they expanded on that idea. They added a tower defense game to the dens. It just, they keep adding stuff and adding stuff, but they don't take anything out. So it's like, you're walking into a field and it's like, you need to get by these guards And it's like, you could throw a smoke bomb or one of the new gold bombs and get everybody distracted. Or you can use the same tricks that have been working since, you know, they started with the series. Stab one of them in the chest and throw them out into the middle of a crowd. So it peeks out. And then you just kind (laughs) of casually walk by. It still works. So even with all the new features, all the great things that they add, I still find myself going back to the same old tricks that I've been using since the beginning of the series.
0: I've always enjoyed jumping off a roof with the dual blades and, like, just stabbing two Templars when there's a group of four of them. Oh, yeah. Killing those two and then attacking the other two so fast that they don't have time to react.
1: Exactly. And, yeah, you, you get to that and you don't really need any of the new great features that they added. What's bugging me still is they haven't fixed some of the problems that have been plaguing the series since, like, the beginning. And that is either the controls are perfectly spot on or you're just like, what the hell is going on? there's sometimes you'll just see a ledge and it's perfectly within reach and then for some reason Ezio decides to jump off and die. Or it's like you'll target one of the guards and you'll go for that double air assassination and somehow magically a some random civilian walk through and they end up getting stabbed in the face and the game's like, Ezio didn't kill civilians it's like, Well I didn't plan to
0: Yeah.
1: Next time work on that little bit of control some more.
0: Well those those platforming games, like think about it though, in terms of um if you think about God of War, the first one right. um completely the whole game completely on rails right and and all of them are, but the the third one had opened up a little bit more than the first one the first one, the most famous example I can think of is like right at the beginning of the game, uh you're going down towards um that cave to fight the minotaurs mm-hmm. and uh like I don't know, maybe you have the Medusa head and you have to freeze a Minotaur on that pedestal that'll open up the gate. Right. there's that little Greek town street that you're going down and that's all you can do is go down that street. You can't go anywhere else. You can't like climb up in the buildings or there's one place you can't cause there's a chest there. Other than that, you're just totally on rails. The edges in that game, the virtual edges of things that you can grab are just a few. Hmm. You just hit a wall. So it's, it's a digital wall. It goes all the way up from the, from the ground all the way up And in, Assassin's Creed and all the Assassin's Creed games think about how many ledges that they had in Venice
1: true very true
0: or even in the old one in the in the old cities in in Jerusalem or in um the Middle East right how many the towers that you had to climb up and all of the ledges on there so uh, yeah that's hard work man that's oh yeah I'm not and I mean and
1: the fact that they're putting one out every single year like I said it's a monumental task I ended up having to use like 15 different teams if i remember correctly like all over the world some people working on this part of the project and it all just kind of came together at the end luckily like that could have gotten messy there if someone did their coding wrong yeah but um i just i if, if it's something that's been happening for the last three or four years and you know i mean sly cooper doesn't have that problem i mean when i tell sly to jump in a certain direction he's going to jump in that direction Mm-hmm. It's just every now and then Ezio decides, ah, "I rather commit suicide and flies off the side of a building."
0: Yeah, every now and then I I remember that in the, the other couple of games. Every now and then you'd miss a jump or something like that like you wouldn't time it right or and yeah, you just ah.
1: it just yeah, and it just kind of feels off sometimes.
0: And there's yeah, the whole thing when like you're standing there and you're trying to look down and every now and then, like, he does that thing where he, like, hops down off the ledge, and he's hanging on, and then he gets back up, and then he's hanging down, and then he gets back up, and he's hanging yeah. down.
1: Or it's like, you'll see the ledge right above you, and you're like, just jump a little bit further, and he's like, no, I'd rather just sit here. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? There's no ledge yeah. there.
0: Well, so h- how far have you gotten in, in Revelations? I beat it. I finished it. Ooh, is it good? It is good. It's is it, great. Is it short? It's not that short. It's just
1: I, I kind of focused on the storyline more. I, I'm just now running around doing some of the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it was great because you got an end to Ezio's story and you got an end to Altair's story.
0: What about Desmond? Desmond, they keep
1: bringing in. you. I don't, in order to tell you what's happening with Desmond, I'd have to spoil a lot of what happened in Brotherhood. I don't want
0: to do is that. Is Desmond going to be in the next one?
1: Desmond is, I don't know, I really do want it set in the modern world, but if they plan on releasing one every single year, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: I'm it telling be- you, my money is on Russia.
1: I'm hoping for London. I heard some rumors that it might be London, like foggy old London town, 18th century, Jack the Ripper kind or 19th century, excuse me, Jack the Ripper kind of vibe. I think that would be really cool, because again, it, it's supposed to be moving closer towards that modern period.
0: I know, but if they if they if they make the jumps, if they leap too much, right? Then they'll never get home. Ziggy, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's, Ow. Um, it's just you know
1: I've been waiting since the original Assassin's Creed because I want to see how an assassin would work in the modern world with you right. know security guards not so much, but now you have to deal with cameras and lasers and all this other good stuff.
0: Well, if they if they if they make the jumps too big, then they're not going to be able to string this out. And we know that EA is all about stringing some stuff out. Yeah. I mean, it's they, they no, are.
1: I mean, it's going to get to the point where it's like, come on, I want to see the end of the series. And people are going to start dropping off. And then they're never going to end the series. And it's going to make me a very sad panda. Yeah. And no one likes a sad panda.
0: Nope.
1: He's just quietly eating bamboo in the corner.
0: Oh, speaking of pressed. sad pandas, World of Warcraft the next expansion is going to be the pandaren monks they finally did it so i guess they've given have they given up hopes of going into the chinese market because i heard well i've heard two things one that they had to they had to cover up all the bones on the undead models because that apparently offended some chinese sensibilities mm. um and two like you couldn't have pandas in a video game in in china that that offended something because that was like their national symbol so apparently Whatever. blizzard might be just shooting the big old panda butt at china <laughs> which i don't know but whatever you know so, i'd
1: be okay with that
0: me too uh, me too uh, there's a lot of things that i would like to shoot at china <laughs> a panda butt would be one of them <laughs> 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 okay uh, let's
1: yeah back, we're, back on track back on track um, we're running late
0: uh did you have anything else you wanted to say uh
1: the version of i got is in i got the my version from the company that won't be named uh-huh. which was a special edition which came with Embers, which gives the final, final part of Ezio's story. Uh-huh. And it was definitely worth it. Uh, I didn't like the animation to begin with, right. but I thought it was a really cool way to show, you know, here's how things end up for this guy. Uh-huh. Years after he's been an assassin, and he's still kind of worried about people coming after him and stuff like that. It was kind of cool watching where his head was at. That's a
0: little cartoon?
1: Yeah, a little, like, 45-minute cartoon, if I remember correctly. Maybe wow. not even. It was definitely good,
0: though. I'm sure somebody will put it up on YouTube in some form or fashion. Oh, I'm sure. So, and all right, cool. So, well, yes. yeah, let's, let's keep this thing rolling. Um, Skyrim. Let's just go ahead and talk about that. Okay. I, Skyrim came out in November uh, 11, 11, 11. Now, I never played Oblivion, but I did play Morrowind, thanks to Brandon. Uh, he got me kind of hooked on that one. And Morrowind <laughs> was pretty good. Uh, Skyrim is a freaking masterpiece. At least it was until patch 1.2, in in which patch they broke magic resistance. I was playing a Nord. I was doing the whole, you know, the the rebellion thing. I was siding with the Nords and was, you know, you know, getting my Norwegian fisherman on, and <laughs> and I loved fighting frost dragons because a Nord has 50% frost resistance. I had a helm that I got somewhere that was another 30% frost resistance, so. You know, my dude's got over 300 hit points, so if a frost dragon comes down and he blows like... And he does uh, 100 points of damage to me...
1: You're only getting 20.
0: Yep. And so, they you were broke just kind of laughing at it. Ooh, oh, yeah. I'm totally laughing. And they broke that, and they broke magic resistance. Uh, so, anybody that plays a hardcore mage that uses the mage shield, anybody that has all of the magic trees... Uh, full out and absorbs magic and has high magic resistance naturally uh anybody who 's playing um any of the the player races that have the magic resistance to to one thing or another, whether it be you know fire or ice or magic in general that 's all broken now um, and yeah, I can uh,
1: see why people will be a little upset about that. Did they give a reason why they screwed it up or no
0: they there have been uh Videos floating around the interwebs of dragons flying backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I've seen some of those. Well, they um, are
1: magical creatures. Sometimes <laughs> maybe they just need to back up. Don't hate them.
0: <laughs> so, um, they, had, they came out... When, when the game first came out, it was brilliant. I mean, it, it was just... It was amazing. I mean, the story starts out... You're a prisoner. You're in the back of this cart with a right. bunch of other nords. And apparently, you're in the... Either they think you're a horse thief or you're in the back with a bunch of horse thieves, you know, yeah. and you've got some Nord like talking to you like, hey, brother, what are you in for? Did you steal a barrel of herring from the dock or, you know, just something <laughs> like that. And they all talk like that. Right. And um so they take you in, and, and, and it's like, you there, get down off of the cart. You know, it's the Imperials. It's like, come over here, prisoner, and what's your name? And it does that thing like it does e- in every game, in every Elder Scrolls game. You create your character, um, and then they go try to chop your head off. That may be given a little bit away, but hey, if you haven't played the first ten minutes, then whatever.
1: I uh, haven't, but um, I saw the video. I yeah, it,
0: it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so as they're chopping your head off, so this is a spoiler, um, they don't chop your head off. 10 minutes to the game because that would kind of be a really lame game.
1: I think that'd be the greatest game ever. Like, you know, the company realizes it's going to go under. Game's that'd be awesome. Be
0: <laughs> done. hype
1: up this game.
0: $65. <laughs> Chop.
2: You're done. So. Hi.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, that'd be great. The president and
1: so... Maui giving everybody the middle finger like that's the picture on the website. That's
0: it. There you go. So this big. So while you're getting, you know, you get down, you're actually on the block. So of course, you know, you're like, I'm sixty-five dollars deep into this game. I'm less than ten minutes in, and they're literally about to cut my head off because there was a guy that goes before you who's like, screw this, man, do me now. I ain't waiting.
1: I'm waiting. I got stuff to do.
0: Yeah, and I saw that. Part. So they chop his head off. They don't even move his body. They just kind of kick it out of the way, and then they put you down on the block. And the guy raises his axe, and then all of a sudden, the first dragon attacks. And uh, oh. the dragons in this game, I cannot like, overstate how cool these dragons are and how angry and how animal the dragons are. Because, you know, in a lot of games, like, dragons are these big, giant things and and they breathe fire and... The dragons in Skyrim are angry. They are angry angry about at you uh, because you're there. They're angry at life. (laughs) And when you see these dragons, like, you'll see them fly around and... You'd be like, oh, man, this one's coming straight towards me. I get my bow and arrow, and I'm going to shoot him and get his attention and bring him down here so I can kill him. And he just makes a pit stop. And there's, like, a, a giant with two mastodons over there before he can get to you. And he just stops and kills them on his way to you.
1: Like, he was bored.
0: He yeah. wanted a quick snack. If it's, if it's alive and it's in his field of vision, he's going to get it. Hmm. I have seen dragons fight everything from freaking deer to yeti <laughs> to undead to giants they don't care if it's alive and on the board, they're going to get it. <laughs> and it's it's fun. It is killing those dragons is fun. Hmm. They so they did a really good job. The game's a masterpiece. I honestly like if this doesn't get like game of the year and a 10 out of 10 all over the place, like I would be very very surprised. They just need to get over this 1.2 patch a hump. They're having some problems. The game's crashing a lot everywhere. On all platforms, Xbox, PS3, PC, uh, there are some frame rates, you know, lag, load, load lag issues on on the PlayStation that I've noticed that other people have complained about. Uh, but in terms of like content and story and open world, it's it's probably the best that they've ever done. Now, doesn't Bethesda do the Fallout series as well? Yes. Now the only. Huge criticism that I have, apart from this patch that broke Magic Resistance, and I lost 30 freaking health potions fighting a dragon, which kind of ticked me off, but it's okay because everybody in this game's an alchemist, you just go make more. The only thing that really hacks me off about every Bethesda game is the over-encumbrance. They have all this crap in the dungeon. You kill an undead, and he's got a shield and a sword, and you can pick up the shield and the sword and go to town and sell it. So you fight 100 undead, so now you've got 100 shields and 100 swords. You can't carry that stuff because of the rules in the game. You can't carry it effectively, but you can carry it. It just makes you crawl. Mm. Yeah. The, o- the only criticism that I would level against them is that if you can't pick it up, don't let don't let your character pick it up. I just want to make pack him you. come back because moving slow like that sucks. I mean,
1: you could always drop the stuff because that's what I ended up doing in Fallout. I mean, you kind of get a good idea of how much your character can hold, and just kind of go with it. But yeah, I kind of agree with you. If there should be like a pack mule or something, like well, you, I mean, you, you could throw a lot it. of stuff on your partner, right? Hell, you could throw a cup some things on your dog. At least you could in Fallout. But I just want a pack mule. Like you stay out of danger. And every now and then, I can send you and like my squire, or whatever, back to town to sell all the stuff and give me the money. Right. Like that's what I want. Right. I, I don't think that's too much.
0: They have that in Star Wars in the in the Old Republic. They absolutely have it. Oh wait, your inventory's full. Problem. Send your companion back to town and sell it for you. There you go. Ooh, boom. And my r d 2 droid. Go. T T seven. That's whatever. what they call him, T7. The way he talks is hilarious. We'll get, he'll, get, he'll, be like, he'll be like, T7 equals hero, Jedi equals friend. Like, it's funny. It's hilarious. And he beeps <laughs> at you. It's awesome. Anyway, right. so,
2: so, so the gist yeah. of the game is it's really good. It's got some tweaks that they need to fix, but it's really good.
0: Yeah. It, it, I mean, just the, the, the play every now and then you get to a point in the story where you're just kind of bogged down or whatever. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And you're just like, ah, screw it. I've got this dungeon on my map. Let me just go in there and kill everybody. And then yeah. you go back to your story or uh, there was one part in the story where part of the setup is you've got the Imperials and the Nords Skyrim is the, the Nord province and it's a province of the bigger empire. And apparently there's a civil war going on. So you get to pick sides. So, and it, I don't, I don't, the story plays out. It's like all Bethesda games, so many decisions, so many different ways you can go with things. Right. But I picked the, the Nord side, the rebellion side, and I ended up having to attack the town that I live in and I don't normally get very conflicted emotions when I play a video game because it's all digital. I know it's not real. It's escapism. Right. I was conflicted. Mm. Like, I have, I was like, wait, my digital house is there and my digital wife and my digital house, Carl, and all my digital stuff. And now I have to attack it. <laughs> I was conflicted. <laughs> I did not like that. I did not I, like having to attack my hometown.
1: I tend to get emotionally invested in some games if, like, I'm really into the story. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, to me, that's a
2: game.
0: Yeah, that that's because that that
1: that's is a, a good game. You're supposed to yeah, you're supposed to get catharsis when something happens. But I remember Ooh, the original. Don't you bi-
0: use your fancy Greek words at me, sir?
1: Oh, my apologies. I'll 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 keep my Greek to myself. Anyway, like I remember in the original Bioshock, you know, when you have to take out your first little sister or decide if you want to take out your first little sister, I hesitated for a second,
0: and then she shot you. No.
1: No, oh. her big daddy guardian punched me in the face and I'm like, Ow
0: <laughs> The little sisters were the ones that rode on top of the big daddies, right?
1: Yeah, they kinda walked around with them and called them Mr. Bubbles and mm. you know, desecrated corpses and they're just like There you go. Yeah, pretty much But uh-huh. now let me ask you this. I am uh-huh. I'm actually an Elder Scrolls virgin. I've never played any of the games. I'm not a big I'm always been more of a sci fi guy. I'm not a big little lighter on the fi, more on the side. So, do I need to know anything about the original Elder Scrolls
0: to get into it? Not you know, really. Or
1: You can no, just jump in on this one,
0: especially this one. The way they've got it kind of set up, this one is just like you don't because of the opening. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you have motivation right from the beginning. And I, I've read a million times on the internet of like people that picked the rebellion side because the Imperials were trying to cut their head off, right? And so, instant motivation, right? Like, instant motivation. I think most people, the first time they play through it, they play through on the Rebellion side. And then later, once they kind of get a, a a gist of the whole game, they go back and play it on the Imperial side. But the, the, the premise behind the Elder Scrolls games are... And this is all the way back to the original DOS game. Open world, play it how you want to play it. Hmm. If you want to play a thief who can cast fireballs, you can do that. All right. You know, if you want to play... Um, I play a, a warrior that can heal himself between battles. Hmm. And I'm a... Do you guys hear that?
1: Yeah. Apparently. It, what
0: that? The Imperial Marts. Baby, you might as well bring it over here because you've interrupted my show now. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> apparently that is when I call her phone, that's what we hear. Nice. So she's playing with her iPhone. Thanks, sweetheart. I don't know. Where, where were we? That completely derailed me.
2: So we're just talking about how you don't need to be no no the other games to play this one.
0: No, you don't. So they've got it set up to where like you've got your instant motivation, uh, and you can pick however you want to play it, and you just go through it. It's it's open world. You don't have to do the story. You do have to do the story in a line, but there's three or four major storylines
2: that you could be following
0: at the same time. You bounce around between them. You can drop them. You can decide that you don't want to do them. You can decide you don't want to do quests. The only thing that they don't have is where you can drop a quest that you've picked up. I don't like that. I wish they had a thing where you
1: could just... Like, if you're in the middle of a quest, you're stuck in the middle of that quest?
0: Where you could drop it from the interface. A lot of times you can... Well, even if you go back to a quest giver and you say, I'm not going to do this, they'll say, Well, come back to me later if you change your mind. There should be a button that you can mash in the interface that says, Screw this quest, I'm not doing it.
1: Mm.
0: You know, And then just have it go back to where you can talk to that dude later and pick it up, but where it comes out of your quest log um but i mean that's two you know fairly minor criticisms it's a good game it's got that like when you it has got killing blows in it like in the um fallout games mm-hmm. um i've got this really nice one i do with wolves where they jump at me and i need them in the mouth and then chop their heads off there you go <laughs> it's got it's got decapitations sometimes when you fight a dragon it'll go into one of those scenes and you'll jump on top of the dragon's head and you'll hang on with one hand and beat his head in with whatever weapon you have in the other hand. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's a good game. It's fun to play. Killing Dragons is... I mean, my wife caught me one night. It was the first time I ever saw two dragons circling overhead at the same time. And I had the biggest... <laughs> eaten grin on my face. <laughs> and I fought and fought and fought and I killed both of them. And it was so much fun. Nice. I loved it. I mean, it was just... It, that that was just good fun. Like it doesn't get any better than that. It's like a it's like a roller coaster ride while you're sitting on your couch. It's awesome. Ugh. So oh,
2: so. I enjoy Skyrim. Sounds like it's an awesome game. I'll have to be purchasing that soon. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, I have to pick what, that one up. So what else we got going on?
0: Um, okay, well, real fast since we're running out of time, we're gonna take a look at the Kingdoms of Amalur: Reckoning, uh, the Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword. And Heart of the Swarm. So who wants to go first? Uh, Let's keep it short and sweet.
2: Well, let's go Legend of Zelda. Okay. Well, I have been a Zelda fan since the very first game. (laughs) I have every copy of every Zelda game. Oh, wow. I, I played them. But this one, they actually went back to the original concept that most Zelda fans have wanted that Link and Zelda are an item. So this is one of the stories that you actually get invested in. You get emotional and like, oh, okay, yes, here's what we want. But this is Wii. It does use motion plus, so it is a lot of... You move your body, it's moving your character. They really did a lot of work with that with this game. So this is how they built the game up and how they're going with it. It's one of the ones I'm hoping Mr. Claus will bring for me for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's one I really want.
1: I um, I heard this was the first Wii game that actually... Delivers on what the Wii was supposed to be capable from since day one.
2: It is, and here's the kicker: this will be the last Zelda game on Wii because there are rumors you Nintendo know is making a new system.
1: Yeah, the Wii U. Correct. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, what
2: the hell is that? Like Wii University? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to educate you on the Wii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but this does play, like I said, into the relationship between Link and Zelda. And it does tie directly into Ocarina of Time, if any of y'all are familiar with that one. Not really. Yes, Uh, (laughs) I've
1: I've seen it played. I I actually never got a chance to play the game myself. I didn't have a 64, but yeah. I've I've heard, yeah, that's like the pinnacle of
2: Legends, all the games. Correct, it was one of the best ones made. And this right here, trounced it. It's so much better. Oh, wow. From what we're seeing and what I've seen on videos and read on reviews and things like that so far until I can get it and play it myself. <laughs> it is a very, very, very well-built game. There's lots of roaming around and updating. Like You have to go here to do this. Okay, fight, fight, fight. Then come back later in the story mode and finish up the questions. You don't have something you need. You know, it's a lot of, okay, well, I got to go do this to do this and come back. But there's a lot of, like I said, you've got to move your body to play the game. mm that's what I liked about the last Zelda on Wii 2 is you had to sit there and sword fight. That made the game much, uh, very enjoyable. Hmm. Well, so, it,
0: it's got a 93 on Metacritic. And that's and out it, of
2: 100. Yeah, so, out of
0: 100. And it's got it's got 331 positive reviews by players. Like, well, seven, I mean, 7 mixed and 37 negative. So it's like, it's 90% positive, 10% negative. Like, holy crap. Yeah, I mean it's a Zelda game. It's their fan base is rabid. So uh, cool, beans, good stuff. All right, well, um, we gotta, we really gotta move. We're gonna run over no right, matter I'll what we do. All I'll just go
1: through Heart of the Swarm really quick. Um, it's going to be an expansion of StarCraft II. It's picking up directly where the storyline went off. I am so waiting and so excited for this game because I've been waiting 12 years to see what the hell happens. It's the original StarCraft. So because Kerrigan.
0: All- the Queen of the Swarm, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, yeah. She ends up being a good guy. Well, not good, but um, she's she, you're back in control of the Swarm, which is going to be a lot of fun. They're adding a bunch of new units. They're changing up the physics system for the game. They're adding physics, so if you knock a character off a cliff, they're pretty much going to die. Sweet. You have the ability to knock stuff off of cliffs now, which is going to be really cool. I don't know if they're bringing the Lurker back, but they basically made a hybrid bastard child of uh siege tank and a lurker which is Uh-oh. gonna be really cool yeah it basically burrows down and sends out exploding units to just keep attacking a position nasty so it's gonna be yeah they're they're giving um zerg a lot more area control which is gonna be sweet
0: it's like the tree guy in league of legends that keeps <laughs> throwing those <laughs> explody trees at you
1: I never get a lane against that guy.
0: Oh, he sucks.
1: He, he, he doesn't like Ash for some reason, and he always runs away from me, which makes uh. me sad. Because I want to shoot a tree with
0: arrows. But League anyway. of Legends is a hateful game. <laughs> Alright, so the last one that we're going to talk about for upcoming games is February of 2012. So in just a couple of months, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, uh, Reckoning. I don't see how this game could ever live up to the hype. Like I just don't I don't see how like, I mean they put li- a
1: dream team together for the game.
0: They like, have they ha- okay here we go I'll go through them I got it up right in front of me right now. Okay, Ken Ralston, who was the lead designer of Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind and Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion, and is the game's executive designer. R. A. Salvatore, who is a big Dungeons and Dragons geek and an author, um like. Who has made more money than, like, who knows what doing the Dritz Erden <laughs> books and Neverwinter Nights and the Cleric Quintet and all of those series of novels? Uh, there goes my wife's phone. He is writing the story, uh, creating the game universe and all of the, the lore and the history. And Todd McFarlane, who created Spawn, it's, who's is Todd doing McFarlane. the artwork.
1: He doesn't need any introduction. Yeah.
0: And. To make it even worse, it's being developed by Thirty Eight Studios. Isn't Thirty Eight Studios um the uh yeah, Kurt Kurt Schilling studio. Yeah. Kurt Schilling the the the, the, the baseball player mm-hmm. uh who went into video gamery. So his studio is on this as well, so you can imagine that that that, that Scott Johnson and the Frog Pants Network who own Internet podcasting are all over this one. Oh, yeah. They're probably... all If there's a beta out now or whatever, then they're those guys are probably already all in it. Mm-hmm. So, jerks, don't send us a copy. Jeez. We didn't want to play. We'll pick until release day.
1: We'll Damn. just talk smack about it until we can get into a beta. Uh-huh.
0: So, mm-hmm. they've got all these people. That it's either going to
1: be a triumph in gaming or the biggest flop ever. Yeah. It, it's either going to be Titanic or... What was that? Uh... Oh, I totally screwed up my
0: analogy. I fail. It's going to be Titanic or it's going to be... What was that one about the, um, the guy... Who... Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth? I was I spent... thinking of that Bucky whatever movie where he finds out that his parents are porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> See, nobody can even remember the name of that film because it was in yeah, theaters for two and a half minutes.
1: And it's not even.
0: Right. So... I don't know how they're going to, I mean, the artwork on the box looks great, like, <laughs> but it's Todd McFarlane, so how could it not?
1: Yeah, I mean, if he screwed that up, then there's... But
0: it's it's going to be like, combat's going to be like an action RPG that's going to have like quick-time events like uh, God of War.
1: It's going to be like the original Fable, where Peter Molyneux promises you you're going to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. You know, he prom- they're gonna promise the world and then they're gonna deliver on a fifth of it. Mm-hmm. Now Peter Molyneux, when he delivers on a fifth of it, it's still a great game. So we'll see if they can at least keep that part true as well.
0: So they're talking about it's gonna be a marriage of God of War and Skyrim. Interesting. Like I got news for you, dogs. God of War and Skyrim are at the they they hit the they defined where the peak is in their game, in their genre exactly
1: but I mean that says something about Skyrim if you think about it because this game was it's in
0: brand production new yeah. before
1: Skyrim and they're already it's already become the measuring stick that says something yeah.
0: we got to do what they did or we're boned we're boned so okay so that's what we're looking forward to now MMO we're gonna have to do this real quick um MMO news Star Wars the Old Republic Call of Duty, well, MMO news and multiplayer news, and then um, Assassin's Creed Revelations has uh, an, a multiplayer component to it as well, doesn't it? Right. Hit it. Well, what's have you played it?
1: Uh, yeah, they've it, they're they expanded on the idea that they put into Brotherhood. It's um, Abstergo, the company that you're against. There. I know now... you
0: almost just said Brotherhood.
1: Brotherhood. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stumbling all over myself. I need more coffee. Anyway, so. <laughs> They they expanded on the ideas that they put into Brotherhood. They've really fleshed it out. They have some cool new modes. It's not just, you know, you're being targeted and you're targeting somebody. They have um, one mode where they severely limit the area you're in, and but you don't get a radar and you don't get a target. You have to pick your target. So you're looking for that specific person, and you really have to know what you're doing. And it really just kind of ties in really well with the whole concept behind the multiplayer in Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff.
0: Cool. Right. Brandon, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, what's the... Ed, these games are all about the multiplayer, and it's all about the Twitch. So give us the rundown.
2: Uh, it's all about the multiplayer online. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, newest one that just came out. It is, I believe, three platforms, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Unfortunately, they did not build them to play together. They can't.
0: The guys on the can't. PC will destroy everybody.
2: Yes, I know. They tried that with Battlefield with that. and... Well, they tried it with Battlefield and the guys on PC were much faster because they had the mouse. They were much faster reaction time so they were just pawning everyone. Mm-hmm. But, in general, the actual storyline of the game is pretty good. It's pretty fun to play through just for the storyline, but once you get to the multiplayer, it's same as the other Modern Warfare's. You join your group, go hunt... But with this one, you can actually go through and purchase, at certain points, additional grenades, weapons, as you travel through the multiplayer game and you kill people and get points and stuff like that. But one of the changes they did to this one is that when you kill someone and when you do certain events, like when you get points for making an achievement, it adds to your points to you use for your special downs, like Recon Plane or the Helicopter, the tech Chopper, things like that. So the... Enhance the game, enhance the gameplay to make it easier for those who weren't 14-year-old little kids sitting at home all day playing, <laughs> eyes wide open, got coffee pots sitting on their head just sucking on it. Oh, yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. Now you
1: know the 14-year-olds are drinking monster. They don't know anything about that coffee.
0: Or game fuel. Yeah, game game fuel. Yeah, whatever. Not sugar.
1: sugar, the sugar me- so they can get the double points. Sugar I'll water. That some other mm-hmm. point.
2: Exactly. So for those of us who don't play like that, they made the game easier for us to be able to enjoy the same benefits and perks that they get because they play, you know, 2730.
0: Yeah. hmm Okay, so, I mean, is it worth all the hype? I mean, because there were people, like, literally, like, there have people been arrested, like, over getting their copy of this game. Like, they, like, one news story, a guy came in and he threatened everybody in in, in a store, a retailer, because they didn't have his copy. Like, he, like, threatened them with violence and ended up in jail.
1: yeah. Wasn't it in France where, like, two trucks got hijacked? Yes.
0: Uh, I don't know if it was two, but it was at least one. And they said that it was, like, anywhere from a few hundred thousand dollars to, like, half a million dollars worth of of copies of these games were stolen, like, the week before. And it was like, well, if you put it in and you log on, they're just going to zap you. They know who you are if you put it in your PlayStation. (sighs) <sighs> like oh my yeah, you god you gotta
1: wait you have to wait the week but the fact that they were able to organize this kind of adds to the question of should we be giving kids like this the uh, well,
0: and then a study came <laughs> out that said a study came out that said like that violent video games actually does change your brain chemistry they just don't know like exactly how and whether or not those effects are like long term or or what have you but it does change your brain chemistry they they just they don't know what to do with it now they've got to figure out like how and why and how long and all of that stuff so like so (laughs) now we're gonna have this whole generation of kids that grew up playing like call of duty and then they're just gonna like ban them and take them away and they're like "Ah!" they're gonna go through their withdrawals and like
1: you gotta give me (laughs) let's give the kids who have already received basic military training and take away their drugs. What's, mm-hmm. what's the worst that could happen?
0: That's going to go over well. well it, <laughs> but it's but it's not basic military training. Because it's exactly the opposite of how you. Fight oh yeah, army. I'm
1: not I'm not arguing that. But these kids now think that they're immortal, and if they go to war, they'll they'll mm-hmm. respond. So it's okay.
0: Uh, so, yeah, again. Well, because I a friend of mine. Well, my cousin's husband is a he's retired military or whatever, and he's retired. So he made it. You know, he made it from level one to level twenty. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> and the, he watches, he plays, and, his, and he watches his son play, and, and, and it is exactly the opposite of oh, yeah. what you want to do if you only have one life and you want to stay alive. Yeah. So, like, that whole, like, running running straight at somebody and, like, you know, just unloading with a shotgun, apparently that doesn't work in real life. <laughs> so, really? Well, That's not against not against the military, because they have things set up, like L-shaped ambushes and... And small unit tactics that take into account for idiots that run up with a shotgun. (laughs) Uh, And apparently you don't get very close uh, before they deal with you.
1: I'll I'll tell you this. I've played, because I'm a big fan of Modern Warfare, I played two, I played three. Um, If you play against a team who has had military training...
2: Oh, God, yes. It's a lot different. You'll see them. They are so coordinated, they... With their conversations and speak, if, if you get the ability to hack and listen to what, them, what they're saying, you're like, oh, wow, we're done. Yeah, just it's scary. It's very it. nice. scary. That's why I don't play them games. <laughs> <laughs> but one game that I do
0: play, let's wrap this up with um, Star Wars The Old Republic. It releases on December 20th. Um, it's December 4th right now. So it's two weeks away. Are
1: you taking time off?
0: It, no, I haven't. But it's I've got two days I can. I just haven't put in for them yet, so it's two weeks off for the for the full release. It's less than two weeks off for the the pre order early access that starts on December fifteenth. Mm. That's eleven days from now. Star Wars. If you've if you ever played KOTOR, and I said this in my in the article that I put up on the blog, if you ever played KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, and said, "Wow." I just wish this game were bigger, longer, more in-depth. I, I wish my friends could come play with KOTOR. me. This is it, man. This is KOTOR the MMO. Man. Like, it's exactly it. I mean, I remember
1: one of the developers said it's like KOTOR 3, 4, and 5 put together in one game. Like, the actual single-player story that they did for it. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm kind of stoked for.
0: Well, and and you, the thing is, is like, you can play, like, uh, during the beta. Like, you, you're looking at... And these are just my vague impressions impressions of, of gameplay or whatever. Are there a lot of Jedi running around? Sure, but it takes place 4,000 years before Star Wars. So there's there are lots of Jedi running around, and there are lots of Sith running around. It makes sense. They're yeah. in the middle of a war. But oddly enough, you get people that play all the classes.
1: Hmm.
0: Like, I mean, you, you'll see people running around playing a smuggler, playing a Republic trooper, playing a, an Imperial agent, and a bounty hunter. I, the Force users are still, in my opinion the most fun to play. Oh yeah. But I think the Republic troopers look the coolest. Like the end game with their armor and everything, they look the coolest. Hmm. But the Jedi's are just they're just fun. They're just oh my god, they're just fun to play. I mean, if you watch that little video that I put up on the blog, you watch that little video and you watch that Jedi like I fought one monster and killed that one monster and without moving I turned like without taking a step I turned and targeted another one and leapt right to him and started going to town. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Like and that's going to make PVP such a nightmare. <laughs> because the both sides have it. The Sith have it and the and the Republic have it. Both sides have that jump. Mm. You know, and then there's there's you know the the Jedi Consulars and the Sith Inquisitors they have crowd control. They're just fun to play. I mean, it's 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 gonna be nuts, I mean, it's really gonna be nuts. It's gonna be crowded when the game first releases, but I think they've done a very solid job, and having watched the the how it's all come together and to look at the polish that they have on it now, you know in in late November, early December, knowing that this game's coming out, like they've got guys that are just working like Sanus elves, you know. Ch- getting this thing ready to release. And it's going to be fun. I don't know, you know, the last time we did the podcast and all that, we were all playing Rift and blah, blah, blah. And apparently just Rift has gone in the toilet. Apparently they didn't have an end game that was very compelling. Mm. And I can't tell you now if star Wars does or not, because I didn't get that far, but I mean, you know, a lot of betas like you play and you start over and you play and you start over and you play and you start over. And and, uh, every now and then they'll throw you a high level character. Um, Apparently, I was busy playing other video games when they did that, but it it happens. 59. Lots to play. Yeah, but from everything that I've seen so far, like it's pretty fun. And if you can get a group of us, like we're gonna be, we're probably gonna have a couple of different groups. We're playing the Sith side. There's a link in that article to our our Sith guild. Um, we're gonna be one of the many. We have cookies on the dark side. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. Where does that reference come from? Join the dark side. We have cookies. I have no clue. So we're going to be one of the many, but we're going to be on VoIP. We're going to be coordinated. We're going to be in the newbie areas, and we're probably going to be raging. (laughs) like Because I've played through the newbie areas so many times now. My wife has as well. If you just heard that cough, that was her. Um, We've played through the newbie areas so many times now, it's just going to be like, you know, the people are going to be like, oh, wow, look, there's no quest text. The people are actually talking to you. We're going to be like, yeah, hit the space bar. Skip that crap. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean it's it's gonna be nuts, but it's gonna be very good. It's gonna be an MMO like at the very least it's gonna keep you into the end of the story. It's gonna probably keep you engaged from level one to level fifty, at the very least. That's if they've got no end game, and they know they have to have end game. These guys know this already.
1: Oh yeah, they they said they have a fully developed storyline for this MMO. So like they have that planned out.
0: And they've got that was
1: the, the initial plan.
0: They've got companion characters, so like, and groups are they're four, four man, not five man. And mm. say it's you and your wife. So it's it's me and my wife we're playing, and we can't. Everybody else is gone. I, I, you know, it's it's um uh uh Saint Patrick's Day in the Philippines or something, and and for some reason like everybody's just gone. Well, that's okay because it's four man. I've got me and my wife. We just call our companions out and we hit it, because mm. that's a four man group now. I mean, you might not have exactly all the roles covered, but you can sacrifice your companions over and over again. I'm sure they don't mind. Like, oh, let let me make my companion go tank this boss. (laughs) And that'll give you enough of an edge so that you can beat on him from behind until you take him down. Like, I've seen it happen. Mm. I've seen people do it. I've been in groups where there was three people, and somebody pulled out their companion, and they were like, well, who's got this companion? Who's got that companion? Oh, I've got a healer. Oh, I've got a tank. Okay, use them. Let him start all the fights. So they let him start all the fights, and it doesn't matter if he finishes or not. Because you've got three players that are mopping up behind him, <laughs> right? So it's like it's nuts, man. I mean, it's it's going to be good stuff. I can't wait until oh yeah we can stop talking about it and start playing it.
2: So right. when when is the actual release date? December twentieth.
0: December twentieth. If you haven't pre ordered, it's December twentieth. You can get it retail there. There's a couple of links um, in the article that I did. One of them was the where the announcement where they did lift the NDA. Another one was a link to the early subscription where you can go in and you can order you can get the standard digital edition now this is going to be through origin so i know a lot of people don't like origin i'm kind of maybe one of them but i'm still probably going to get it anyway Hmm. origin is ea's version of steam and it used to oddly enough it used to be the ea download manager Hmm. so it's it's that's what it is so i mean if you had the ea download manager on your stuff before well that's what origin is but you can get the standard digital edition for 60 bucks. We got the delu- deluxe digital edition for 80 And then you can get the PC physical version, the collector's edition, for $150. Uh, whatever. I don't... I like to keep it all on my hard drive.
1: I don't need artwork that much.
0: so To spend de- an
1: extra definitely $90. Probably.
0: But I'm, So we are getting the, the digital uh, edition, the digital deluxe, because we get the STAP which is um a vehicle. Hmm. And then I've seen the mouse droids. I don't know if I'm getting a mouse droid or not for being a beta tester. The mouse droids are the little ones that look like the the sand crawler that follow around.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. like they had on the um Death Star.
0: Uh-huh. That's oh, a cool. ma- that's a mouse droid. And then we're supposed to get like some kind of holocam and and uh I don't know what it's I don't know what it is. A holocam, a hollow dancer, a training droid. Oh, uh, it's some kind of pet, and then a flare gun, whatever. The only thing I'm interested in is like the STAP. There's a STAP as a vehicle. Hmm. So yeah, you can hop on that thing and just go. So it's going to be very, very cool. And we are totally out of time. We have run over again. Let's just face it. We we're not going to do a show that's under an hour ever. <laughs> that's not how we'll we roll. There. We do. That's not how we roll.
1: Look, we're just going to have to get our timing right. We'll figure it out.
0: Well, no, because once be we start sure. talking, we we geek out. Yeah. Which well, is the way that... The that's, that's what you're supposed which, to do. <laughs> but that's what makes us good. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So, to the two or three people that are listening to us, we appreciate it. We appreciate you, the girl. emails that we've gotten at h2mmo.blog at gmail.com. We've, uh, we're doing some research into Star Sonata 2. We were invited to come and... Uh, take a look at the beta, so I just sent those guys an email um, saying, hey we're late, we're sorry, we're going to take a look at your game, thank you very much for getting in touch with us, um, so we're going to look at that, we're going to tell you all about that, if you played Star Sonata 1 back in the day and you liked that um, they are working on Star Sonata 2 and I think Brandon said he was already downloading it, I'm not sure Yes I did But So we're going to do that, uh, we appreciate the mail from everybody, if you've got a question um, or you want to talk to us uh, you want to submit a comment you want to tell us that we suck you want to tell us that we're great um you want to tell us that we're good looking because we're radio and you can't see us you can do all of that at h2mmo.blog at gmail.com or you can comment on any of the articles that we have available on the site h2mmo.com i just started writing again hopefully we can get devin to write because we know brandon won't all right brandon Uh, doesn't write doesn't write doesn't do it
2: i'm sorry i always forget it's my fault (laughs)
0: Uh, I just I'll get want to. I just want to do the glamorous podcast and not do any of the grunt work, like writing yeah. about the video game plan. Just saying.
2: I mean, you know, just that's just how I am.
0: Uh huh. Rock um, we want to thank the Blind Monkeys uh, for supplying the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of the podcast. You can find out more about them at blindmonkeys.com, www.blindmonkeys.com. Monkeys is spelled M-O-N-K-E-E-Z. If you're in the St. Petersburg, Florida area, check out their website to see when they're playing next. Um, they're always happy to meet people from the H2MMO podcast. And that's all we have. So does anybody have anything else? Nope, that's it for now.
1: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yay.
0: Okay, everybody say goodbye.
1: See you guys. Bye, everybody. Oh three All three of you. Thanks. Walking down on Friday
2: night. All the ladies look so bright. Me and the boys look for fine. Till I dress warm caught my side.
0: Good time, let not be the weed.